Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. First of all, can I go to Irene Cody Murphy, who's a volunteer with Reaching Out Homeless. Uh, Irene, good afternoon to you. Hi, Niall. How are you? On a sadder note, this story, and I'm reading about it here, about an 80-year-old, 81-year-old woman who was out on the streets outside the GPO. I mean, how did that situation end up happening, or where did you come across it? We were out last night, as we are every Thursday, on North Ayr Street with the soup run. And at the end of the night, if we have sandwiches left over, we send some of the team around to give them out. Right. Uh, to the rough sleepers for during the night. Yeah. Um, two of the team went around Teresa and Sammy and were back within seconds to say that there was a lady outside Londis, actually. It's not the GPO. It's across from the GPO at Londis. Uh, released from hospital this morning. Still had pyjama bottoms on and was oh, around no. there uh, freezing cold, very scared and homeless. 81 years of age? 81 years of age. And now, had she, she no family? Did you get to talk to her? You see... I've been trying to explain this to people last night and this morning. We come across a situation and we just deal with that situation on the night with what we think we should do. We couldn't leave the lady there. Of course. She's elderly. and So we are only told... And it was a cold night last night. It It was really cold. cold. We ran out of sleeping bags last night. We actually gave out 30 sleeping bags last night. As a result, we've none left. They're gone. They went in seconds with the with the cold. I believe, know? by the way, just to warn people, this weekend is going to be really cold. When they're saying really, mi- really minus cold. minus uh, obviously degrees tonight, we're going into minus. Yeah, yeah. it's re- it was we were freezing. I had a work jacket on me last night, and I was freezing. So I can just imagine how this little old lady was. Mm. So they came around for me to come around to her anyway. So I went around and spoke to her. She had been homeless before her hospital admission. She was put into hostel, which are unsuitable. You know, I mean, the roughest of the rough sleepers don't go into hospitals, hostels for a reason, because they're scared in there. They're not safe. Yep. And to expect to put an old lady of her age in, uh, there's no addiction present. Uh, there wasn't last night. She definitely wasn't on any type of alcohol or anything like that. Okay. Um, seemed to be of sound mind to me. But we only assess the situation on the night of what's there. So I don't know the full You don't know the history of it, yeah. yeah. No, because we have to build up trust with people. A lot of people in the homeless section would have trust issues. And they would be scared and they don't know who's who and what's what. So we build that up. But we didn't have too much time last night, you know. So I actually rang Christy Brook, Councillor Christy Brook. He had just left. He's a volunteer with our organisation. And he... Then got on to Fran Devereaux from the council, and we were able to put her into a hotel. Okay, well, that's, well I'm glad to hear that. Last night, now there's meetings going on at. As well, we th- but that's, that's a short term solution. That's not the yeah, long term solution. Need a long, yeah. We need a long term solution. And but how? I, I thought there was more support systems available, particularly for say for elderly people who find themselves in a situation where they may not have someone to fall back on, i.e., relatives, sons, daughters, whatever it happens to be. Obviously, they wouldn't have a mother and father. Personally, I think because the homeless situation has gotten so out of control, there's complete system failure and system breakdown because they just can't cope with the numbers. Because like I, I, I assumed priority was always given to, say, people who have children, for example, so, because we don't exactly. see children on the streets. Um, and, you know, obviously people do end up on the streets. Look, that's a fact of life. That's a sad fact of life, right? Unfortunately, Niall, if you're a single person and I'm unaware of age, if that comes into it, you're offered a hostel if there's nowhere else. 
So even if you're 81, you're just offered a hostel. That seems to be the case here. That's quite shocking. I wasn't aware of that. And I, I'm absolutely, I'm devastated to hear that. I'm shocked to hear that. Now, don't get me wrong. It's shocking to hear that anybody could end up in a hostel, right? Because, I, But they're the circumstances of life sometimes. I know there are people with addiction problems and social issues. Absolutely. But, but to hear that an 81-year-old woman would be offered a hostel, I'm yeah. disgusted by that. Disgusted. Yeah, it's shocking. It's absolutely shocking, you know. And she was scared. She was freezing cold. I had to reassure her. And that would bring you to tears thinking hotel. about that. I mean, that's that's somebody's mother, possibly. Exactly. You know what could I mean? Your mother could be your granny. Yeah. I brought her up to the hotel with Teresa Cal, one of our volunteers, and the lady said to us, "You go on in, guys, because if they see me, they won't let me in." Right. That was what she thought. She was scared even to go in there. So I had to actually bring her into the room of the hotel and settle her in. And assure her, no, you're staying here, you're fine. Everything is going to be okay. Well, well done to you, Irene. That's all I can say. Well done to you. Anyone with a heart, Niall. Oh, she deepers. You'd, you know? you'd bring her home if you saw her, for God's Absolutely. sake. Absolutely. Couldn't, we couldn't and how, I, I don't even know how people, you know, it's a busy street for pedestrians. There's a good footfall there. How do people even, was she sitting down on the ground or what was she? She was, do- yeah. She was sitting down on the ground. There was a lad about four, four feet away and he was in a sleeping bag. And how how and come people were walking past her? I mean, I don't know how people can walk past her. Now she was curled up and she had a hat on her and she had a sleeping bag up on her. We got her another sleeping bag and we got her gloves and stuff to keep her warm while we were waiting on the calls back to get her in somewhere. How long was she Um, in? But do you know how long? Do you know how long she was in hospital for? By the way, I don't know, but she did tell me she was in from the elements of the cold on the street, right? Which happens regularly to young people as well. Mm. Now there was uh, an organisation there. I'm not going to name them. A well-known organisation, and they were very aware of her situation. They're a big registered organisation here in uh, Ireland, and they were just because she had they had offered offered her a hostel, which she refused. They were just leaving it there. On the street, well, well, I'm, not su- I'm not surprised an 81 year old would refuse to go into a hostel. To be honest with you, they'd be terrified. She would rather take the chance, I think, on the street yeah, than yeah, no. in there. You know. I mean, look, if if you're a young man or whatever, or maybe even woman, you'd have a better chance because you're used to the, I suppose, the environment of a hostel. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't go in. No. Anyway. No. And I don't. No. Know, I think anybody who's not used to it probably wouldn't want to go in. No. And this lady just needs a little. Room, a little flat, a little bed, sis. I mean, she, you know, I, mean, I think anyone at that just, age is entitled to that. This is 2000. I hate to use that cliche, but it's 2020. You know, we live in a civilized society. Thankfully, we're not skint. We have, according to the government, you know, so they're, bo- they're boasting about how much money we're making at the moment. We've exactly. taken in more tax this year than we have ever taken in recently. Exactly. Well, and here we have an, a woman who's at the end of her life, essentially. She's only got, you know, at, at the most in her 20 years left in her life. And, and we're leaving her sitting on the street. Yeah, freezing cold and scared. I'm very little with her. What she had out of the hospital, you know, the, the blue bag. That they Quite shameful, isn't stuff it? In, it's just actually shocking. Yeah. I have seen a lot of horrific things in my time, but last night now was a big, yeah. a big shock, you know. And, the, and there's, like, I mean, when we see a child on the streets, we can all get into a debate about, is it the government's fault? Should the parents be more responsible? There's a, there's a whole debate about that, right? But there's no debate, no debate whatsoever about a vulnerable 81-year-old being on the street. That just it's shouldn't happen. It's completely unacceptable. Mm. You know, and to be providing and offering her hostel, it's, that's unacceptable. Yeah. It's a failure, a complete failure yeah. of the system, complete failure, you know. And there was people that knew she was there. Yeah. And that shouldn't have happened last night. You know, so I'm hoping... And did she, how did she look? Was, did she look well or did she look frail or... Frail, pale, um, 
but not, I wouldn't say sick right, as okay. such. Do you know what I mean? That's she wouldn't be long getting hypothermia in a night like that, I could tell you. No, as Christy Burke said uh, last night, he has no doubt it was freezing. I mean, really cold on O'Connell Street last night. Freezing. She, yeah, we, might, we were freezing and we were wrapped up. She might not have made it till the morning, to be honest with you. That's exactly what he said. Because yeah. she probably would have died of hypothermia, you know? Because elderly people, are, when they get exposed, because they can't control their body temperature the way younger people can, um, are, are susceptible to hypothermia. Absolutely. You know? it's, it's just unacceptable and yeah. it has to change and it has to be highlighted and people have to be made responsible for these failures. They can't keep passing the book and pointing the finger. That's not going to work. Well, well done to your people for finding her, but shame on all the people who walk past her, by the way. Well, true, but... I couldn't have. I seen an 81 year old sitting on the side of the road. I couldn't walk past them. Well, you wouldn't have known actually because she was so wrapped up. It was only the team went around to see and they would go over and they would bend down, get down beside them. We don't look down on anyone. We get down at their level. When they're sitting down, we get down to them. Mm -hmm. And that's when they would have noticed this is an older lady. And the volunteers would have asked, Why are you here? What are you doing out here? You know? And that's how it came about, and then they came for me then, you know? Yeah. Now, I know there's people all over the journal are blaming the government, and they're blaming Murphy, and they're doing all the usual. And look, it, it, that's an easy thing to do. It, it is a shame on the whole system, not it's just the individual. Yeah, absolutely. A system failure. The whole system, and it mm. needs to be addressed as soon as possible. When you see young people, children, teenagers, old people, elderly people, like, she should be cared for, looked after. It's our responsibility to do that. Yeah. Yep. To ensure that that happens. Yep, we have a social responsibility to look after Absolutely. people, particularly, particularly people 81 years of age at the end of their lives, close to no their lives. No elderly person should yep. be scared going into yep. a hostel where there might be people with addictions and alcohol problems and whatever, got mental health in an open environment like that, in a room with a mat on the ground. That's totally unacceptable. Yeah, and I know I know people of that that age, you know, and I can only imagine, you know, and that they are they're elderly, they become frail, they become unwell, Absolutely. you know, and they have to take care of themselves a lot better and a lot more. And I can only imagine somebody like yeah. that sitting in the cold. And a lovely lady, you know, yeah, right? A, a lovely little lady, like really uh, nice. Were you talking to her today? You haven't. I up will on. be visiting her. Um, there's meetings going on at the moment, so I will be visiting her either this afternoon or this evening. And uh, we, we're going to get a few bits and pieces for her that she would need, you know, over the next yeah. few days. Like, Right, OK. Well, hopefully yeah. they get her somewhere permanent to stay. I mean, she should have a little apartment or something like that or somewhere Absolutely. permanent to stay. Well, we won't kind of back off until they do, to be honest. Yeah. You know, because no, you're it, right, you're right. It's not acceptable. I and mean, you have to fight the system to get someone looked after and cared for. Well, we're willing to do that. And that's what we're going to do, you know. All right, listen, thanks very much indeed. I appreciate thanks it. Thanks very much. All right, well very good. Thank you. All right, there bye you go. There's Irene Cody Murphy, who's a volunteer with Reaching Out Homeless. They helped an 81-year-old woman last night. That's shocking. I mean, look, we can have debates around people who are homeless and have different problems. And when then we see a picture of a kid in the street, we can all talk about whose responsibility is that. Yeah, the government have responsibility. Equally, the parents have responsibility. But when you talk about an 81-year-old vulnerable woman sitting on the streets in the cold, in the middle of the night... <laughs> I, I, whatever the backstory is, we don't know the backstory, how she ended up in that cir- those circumstances. Uh, but at 81 years of age, surely there should be some sort of support service there that would quickly deal with that and find her somewhere to live, somewhere more permanent to live. I mean, <clears throat> as we all know, at 81 years of age, you don't have too long left in your life. You'll be lucky to get another 20 years, m- most likely not, another 10 maybe. Um, and, you know, it's not going to cost the government a huge amount of money to put, find them somewhere to live. I wouldn't imagine there are many 81-year-olds in that position. Um, obviously, she gets a pension and she gets everything else, but 
she needs to find somewhere to live and she should be and she be a, should be assisted to find somewhere to live. Maybe she doesn't have the wherewithal, you know, to go and get somewhere to live. Maybe she lost her home for some reason. Maybe she was there, there could be a million and one different scenarios. She could have been living with somebody, unfortunately, maybe that somebody sold the house or whatever. I don't know. There's a million scenarios, but she shouldn't be in that position. So I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll, uh, Irene is going to speak to her and we'll follow up with Irene on Monday in relation to that and make sure that she's been looked after. Now, I know Irene has said that they're going to get her some provisions and bits and pieces that she might need, but it's shocking. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.